episode 12 of the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast, where we believe you can leverage the road to transform your work, your health, and your home life while on business travel to ultimately master the business travel life. If you're a road warrior and a grand chance you're on the road right now, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, fellow road war, loving March Madness right now. Glad Major League Baseball is finally back. I still have five kids and one wife and actually love spending a few minutes with you. Now, if you remember and picked up on the trend so far, every even numbered episode is an interview with a subject matter expert. And with these first few episodes, they correspond to the odd numbered energy habit content. This episode is no different. Episode 11 introduced the develop energy habits, and this interview will dive right back into it. In a moment, we'll be joined with professional podcaster Jeff Brown of the award-winning Read to Lead podcast. I'll ask Jeff the following questions. What do you say to the person who says they don't have the time to read? What do you say to the person who says they don't like to read? How important is reading, learning for personal and professional development, and much more? It's go time. Well, I'm honored to be with a friend and mentor, Jeff Brown. Jeff, where are you and how are you? Well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Got a little bit of a cough. I'm going to try to get through this without... <laughs> Hacking on us. <laughs> but uh, I am in uh, just outside, I should say, Nashville, Tennessee in a little town called Spring Hill, uh, where I live with uh, my wife, Annie, and our three uh, dachshunds. Excellent. And uh, absolutely love Nashville. Been there and had uh, broken bread and had some vino with you in that location. And uh, but one of the things I, we, we met on, Jeff, was actually from common friends, Mike Kim specifically, in dealing with the subject of podcasting, mm-hmm. ironically enough. So tell us about how your podcast came to be how you first started um, in the podcast world and uh, kind of where it is right now. Yeah, I had an idea for a podcast or the idea that I wanted to do a podcast for a number of years. I was gainfully employed at the time. I was in broadcasting, doing a radio show and and some marketing for radio stations. And um, I I just didn't know what I wanted to do a podcast about. But there there was that idea in the back of my head. I, I eventually know I want to do that. Uh, and that started around 2008, 2009. And then around 2013, early 2013, I got the idea for the podcast I wanted to do. I was an avid reader at that time. I wasn't previous to that, but I'd become a real voracious reader and was reading about a book a week, business books, primarily leadership, personal growth, that sort of thing. And I realized that this idea I had been looking for to, to start a podcast it was right under my nose the whole time. I could, I could do a podcast, I thought, where I could interview uh, business book authors, authors of the books I was reading anyway, and have them sort of unpack the key insights and main ideas from their books, sort of, uh, you know, audio cliffs notes, if you will. Um, nice. you know, there are audio books, certainly, but, um, but oftentimes they can be 10, 12, 20 hours long. So what if I have these conversations with these authors and attempt to dispense much of what they're they're trying to get across in, in, in much less time. And so 
that was sort of the genesis of the idea. And, and, and I had a desire to get more notices and more books. Uh, and, and I saw how it, I'd seen, I should say, how it had helped me. Uh, and so um, that was sort of the impetus behind it. And I started planning it from there. And a few months later, it launched. And it's an amazing podcast. And it's called the Read to Lead Podcast, which I'm going to shamelessly promote. So you can as well, <laughs> Jeff. But uh, so who is the ideal listener then for the podcast for our listeners here? Yeah, when I first envisioned it, I saw uh, the ideal listener as someone who was me basically 10 years ago, someone who was in their mid 30s and, and hoping to grow in their career and wanted to figure out how to uh, increase the speed of that advancement. And, and I realized in my mid 30s that I could incre increase the, the advancement of my career, the speed at which it would advance. advance. If, I, if I read more regularly, if I read intentionally and consistently, and was very, very you know, thoughtful about what I was reading and, and doing in my spare time rather than just, you know, uh, consuming, you know, entertainment all the time. I could actually be learning. Um, and I wanted to hit those same people who were at that inflection point like me, but hadn't quite discovered books yet like I had. And I wanted to help them uh, do that uh, in, in a much uh, simpler way. So I was thinking of primarily men. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I think of ideal listener, I think of primarily men, mid-30s, about 38 to be exact. And, and, I, and I willed it down from there. I got very specific about, about who that was. Now, as it turns out, because of that specificity, uh, you know, does that mean that's all I reach? Well, of course not. Because of the, the laser-like focus of my target, I, I reach a much broader audience than if I were attempting to be broad. Uh, I think the more laser-like your focus, the broader your reach. And as I have done things like launch a, a book club online called Read to Lead University and, and, and meet with face-to-face -face as a group, the people who are a part of that I see already successful people, uh, folks who are well into their careers, you know, north of 50, presidents, CEOs, uh, pastors, uh, men, women, people who already understand the value of reading and lifelong learning and want to use what I'm doing as a mechanism to keep that going. And that's absolutely awesome, Jeff. And that's why I wanted you to be the first interview under the the energy habit of develop because develop means personally and professionally. But one of the first kickbacks people have, especially business travelers, Jeff, is what do you say to the person who says that I don't have time to read? They don't have time to read on the, uh, being at home. How in the world do they have time to read when they're on the road? How would you respond to that? Well, more so today than any other time in history, we have numerous, countless ways uh, to consume content uh, with, you know, books are no exception, whether that's audiobooks, as I mentioned before. Now, yes, sometimes those can be 10, 12, 20 hours long to listen to. And that's when I, I turn people to podcasts like mine, where you can get those key insights and main ideas in say 35 minutes instead of, you know, several hours. Um, and, and of course, there are uh, Kindle books, uh, which can, you can take along with you anywhere. Um, I have a Kindle uh, that I use oftentimes when I'm on the go excuse me, and I, and I want uh, to dive into a number of books while I'm on the go, uh, but I don't want to have to carry all those books with me. But at the end of the day, the core of your question, though, is I think it's a priority issue. And I would say that what gets scheduled gets done. And I often uh, have, Wait, wait, can you say that one more time? That's really good. Yeah, what, what gets scheduled uh, gets done. Uh, I'm often asked, Jeff, how do you read a book a week or how do you read as much as you do? And I say to them, it's because I've chosen to make that a priority. And so, if you feel you don't have time to read, it's simply because you've decided 
you've made the choice that that's not important enough for you to do. Uh, good. And, and so for me, um, that involves actually uh, before my week begins, usually on a Sunday evening, sometimes first thing Monday morning, I am blocking out time on my calendar in the coming week that I'm going to set aside to read. Now, I almost always for me, because of, uh, of the content I'm creating and, and the podcast I'm doing, I'm almost always setting aside an hour in the morning, like between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m., where I'm reading the book of an author I'm going to be interviewing soon. But there are other times throughout the week and throughout uh, different days that I am blocking out to give myself the opportunity to read and to grow professionally and to grow personally. If I don't block out that time, it's just, it's just not going to happen. And that's, I'm so glad you say that because if you think about a life of business traveler, I mean, yes, we're on the go, but we do have options, whether it's a phone, it's a Kindle, it's an iPad, whether it's even a physical book, imagine that, to be able to slot it in our days. I mean, whether we're driving to the airport, guess what? We have a choice whether we want to listen to the radio, to you know, NPR or sports radio or a CD or an audio book or a podcast. We have a choice when we're in the terminal going to the, you know, to, the, uh, to the gate. We have a choice on the plane, whether we want to email or sleep or watch a movie or depending on how much time we have to do a little bit about that. You know, they have, We have the opportunity later within the day when we're at our location in the morning before bed. So I'm with you on that, Jeff, and I really, really appreciate you mentioned about just the priority of it. And I think that really gets back to why develop is an energy habit <laughs> and so important to becoming an elite road warrior. So it leads into the next question, which is, well, what do you say to the person who says they don't really like to read? Well, that used to be me um, in my 20s. Uh, in fact, from the time I turned uh, 21 or 22 and graduated college to the time I was in my early 30s, if it wasn't an entertainment magazine or a movie um, or music, I didn't consume it. Uh, and, and that was all I consumed because I left college having the desire to read, frankly, educate out of me <laughs> because in school that's a great line said I had to read no you got to say that again it was what <laughs> it was educated out of you unpack that that is rich man. <laughs> well so much of my my reading in in school as I'm sure you've experienced and others have experienced as well was reading what we were told we had to read and I left school uh, naively thinking that the options uh, of what to read were limited to those things that were pushed on me. Uh, not to say that the classics and things of that nature aren't worth reading, uh, but those were things that did not interest me at the time. And because everything that was being pushed on me were things that, I, that didn't interest me, reading was just something that I chose not to pursue. Uh, but thanks to a, a leader in a company I was working at in my early 30s who encouraged reading and brought business books into the workplace. And I had really never cracked open business books uh, all that much except for a brief time in my early 20s, but they didn't quite take hold then. I wasn't quite mature enough for them at that point, but revisited some of those in my early 30s. And we read these books together as a staff and met weekly to talk about them. It was sort of our own little book club uh, at the office. That rekindled my love for reading because suddenly and again, I was kind of naive about this, but I was introduced to books um, about topics I was passionate about. And so oh, there was that, that intersection of my passion crossing with books written by people who were writing things I wanted to hear about and read about and learn about. And so my answer to that question would be, surely there is a topic that interests you, that you're passionate about. Start there finding books about that topic. Maybe one of the reasons you travel uh, maybe you do a fair amount of, of public speaking. Uh, that's probably something every one of us could get better at. So I would encourage you to read books on that topic. Books like Talk Like Ted by Carmine Gallo or 
Secrets of Dynamic Communication by Ken Davis or Steal the Show by, by Michael Port. There are numerous books on the art of public speaking, all from different experiences and different angles. And I have learned a tremendous amount myself on that particular topic from reading those very books and talking to those authors. And so start with a topic that you're super passionate about. It could be underwater basket weaving. I don't care. Just start with something and begin researching books on that topic. And I think what you'll find is the more you read, the more you'll enjoy uh, the process. Well, and how important, Jeff, is reading, and you kind of alluded to it just a little bit, to, for learning to become better and stronger you know, in your personal and your professional development? I mean, you've gone through a little bit of that cycle, but how have you seen that affect other people and why is it just so important? Well, Warren Buffett credits uh, many of his great money decisions to his uh, voracious reading habit. Um, he was once asked about the key to his success Brian, and maybe you've heard this story before. And when he was asked about that, he pointed to a stack of books and he said, read 500 pages like this every day. That's how knowledge works. It builds up like compound interest was the exact quote. And I have found, though I'm not reading 500 pages a day, maybe on a good week, 500 yeah. pages. Well, maybe every other week if I'm, if I'm staying on task. But but I have found that to be true. When I began implementing reading as a regular and consistent part of my routine, I saw my career, and that was at the time in radio, take off. I had been in, in, in the industry for about 13 years when I began really getting serious about reading. The last 13 years of my 26-year uh, career in radio, the second half, was super successful and looked much different than the first 13 years. And I attribute much of that to doing things that others around me were not doing. I was learning about trends. I was learning about the art of communication that was you know, critical to my job. Uh, midway through the second half of my career was when social media exploded and I knew that was gonna impact our, our industry. And so I started reading about those topics and then became very quickly in a short period of time the go-to person in the company for helping, and it was a, a, a company with stations all over the country, then charged with helping other stations figure out what I had figured out uh, as it pertains to digital marketing and social media because I was doing things other people on, in the company weren't doing, reading books about those topics. And they it, just doing that again and again and again as, as new challenges come about was super helpful uh, in me uh, growing uh, in, 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 in my uh, personal and my professional life. So if I hear you correctly, you chose those topics that interest you so that you can learn them professionally or personally. You weren't forced to do that. You weren't required as your job to do that, but then ended up ex exponentially affecting your professional career. Did I understand that correctly? Exactly right. Yeah, everything you just said is, is, is right on. As I think about a business traveler, you, you, you gave the example of public speaking, you know, some of the books that were there, and I definitely want to have those in the show notes. But you think about somebody who's going into a room, whether it's a presentation for three to five people trying to win a sale, or whether you're communicating as a corporate trainer coming in and doing trainings with that, learning how to get better at that skill alone is going to help you personally, individually, your name inserted here to get better. But then as a result of that, obviously, it's going to help you to grow professionally. And I love that, Jeff, because I think it changes the going back to earlier about the priority of why is this important to me? Why would I rather binge on Netflix on a plane or sleep for two hours or just go through email that's never going to end? Or do I choose to take 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes and begin to read to, to start to personally and professionally develop? Is that correct? 
Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think take whatever time you can uh, and, and dedicate it to reading something that interests you, uh, something that you're excited to learn about. Even if it's just 10 minutes here or there, there are apps like Blinkist that serve up a uh, 15 minute business book summaries, both in written form and in audio form. Uh, you could read four books in an hour or one book essentially in 15 minutes and get the key insights. I mean, my ideas from that book in that amount of time, same thing with, with, with a podcast like mine, where in just a few minutes, you can, you can get the main insights and not have to consume necessarily the entire book unless it interests you enough upon hearing that to want to go in and dig a little deeper. So for leads into another question. So if somebody's listening to this and it's a little bit persuasive, our goal is to how do you begin to develop more on the road? Having a mindset of I want to improve, I want to get better, not get by, and become elites in the, in the areas that matter most, which in this case is we're talking about work, but then also kind of in our personal life. So what are some easy introductory steps in the mind of a business traveler who is on the road and is busy that you feel, hey, they should take maybe these couple of steps to start to begin the habit of reading or just in this case, in developing personally and professionally? Well, going back to what I said earlier, I think uh, I, if you feel like time is, is an issue or of the essence and you're not sure you have the time to dedicate to this process like you'd like to, I would start with something a little more passive, whether that's a podcast like mine or uh, audio books, whether being read to you or, or the, the information being disseminated for you as you listen. I would start there, but eventually I would want to see you gravitate to, in addition to those things, adding uh, physical or uh, electronic books to the list where you're sitting down taking time uh, to read. But start with something that's a little more passive and, and sort of get your, get your feet wet a little bit if this is not a regular um, a habit for you. And then eventually let it, let it grow from there. That's a great tip. That's a great tip. And I remember when I started doing this on the road, Jeff, I remember one time I went to a Barnes and Noble because there wasn't a Starbucks and I had a, about an hour before another meeting. So I went in there just to work, you know, free Wi-Fi, a little bit of a desk that was there. And so I just kind of walked around a little bit and I thought, you know, I'm just going to see some of the books that were there. For about a half an hour, I just started, went to the, to the area that mattered the most to me, you know, kind of business, psychology, health, fitness, those kind of areas. And I'm telling you, Jeff, between us girls, I had like a stack of 12 <laughs> books that were just sitting off to the side right there and I'm thumbing through it. And I'm like going, wow, this actually was very, very energizing to me. Kind of going back to rest and talk about a little bit of downtime, you know, time to be, not to be on. Mm. And it was kind of combining that rest, but then also in develop you know, which we're talking about personally and professionally developing, sitting right there and reading some books. But you know what also did? It gave me ideas for maybe some other books that I'd like to read. So taking a picture of the book and figuring, okay, well, maybe I can get this in my library. You know, maybe I remember this for Kindle or getting the physical copy of that and starting to get into that routine. So I think it's a great idea. And it's something that's very, very tangible for us on the road. I want to jump back though to your podcast. What I love about your podcast, and you've kind of alluded to this a little bit, and what I use it for is curating books. So mm -hmm. some ideas where I can't get to that Barnes & Noble, or maybe there's just obviously with the breadth of people that you're interviewing. How are you finding these authors? And tell us a little bit about the structure of the show and how it could kind of benefit somebody that's on the road. Well, I kind of think of myself as, as a book curator. I've, my listeners have kind of dubbed, dubbed me that over, over the years, and I never really thought about that when I started the podcast, but they know my show and me well enough to know that if the author is on my show, if it's a book being featured, then it's worth their time. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. And so, you know, a great way to sort of drill down even further, if you go to my website, readlinkpodcast.com, 
leadershipmindset.com, uh, at the top of the most recent post, you'll see some buttons. One says leadership. There's one that says productivity. One that says personal growth. Another that says entrepreneurship and on and on. You click one of those buttons and it will filter for you all of my interviews. And if you just want to you know, see a list of interviews on leadership or just see the podcast talking specifically about that topic, you can click that leadership button and those will be parsed out for you. Same thing with entrepreneurship, productivity, whatever. So that's, I think, a great place uh, to start uh, when you're looking at what would otherwise be, you know, 250 plus episodes and you're thinking, well, where do I be? What do, how do I sift through all this? That's a, that's a great simple way to do, that, to do that. Just click the button that's most pertinent to what you want to learn about and you'll see the episodes just on that topic. And I love that because I've used that individually where if all of a sudden, because of the number of episodes I've gone, you know, I want to be on a plane ride. Here's two or three topics that I'm looking for. I go ahead and download those. So I'm not having to rely on Wi-Fi or cellular, which obviously allows me to do it on a plane. So that's a great, great idea. One of the questions too, Jeff, how do you find certain topics and authors, you know, to bring onto the podcast? Well, in the early going, I was doing a lot of legwork myself and just, you know, staying abreast as I typically do of new books coming out and checking Amazon regularly. And, uh, but, but as I've uh, been doing this now for almost six years, I probably get about 500 unsolicited requests a year at least in addition to, uh, you know, the, the ones I'm actively uh, looking to have on the show. And, you know, I've got about 50 or 52 open in a given year. So that's a lot to sift through. And so I really start with um, topics that I think interests me because if, if I'm not going to be engaged about the topic in the midst of the interview, that's going to that's gonna come through. The, the listener is going to sense that. And so I used to think that was selfish, but the more I've thought about that, the more I thought, well, if, if I'm really going to do this justice, it has to first be exciting to me if it's ever going to have any hope exactly. of being exciting to anybody else. And it serves the audience. And you've done a great job of some major topics. I mean, for you look at the business travel world, you know, anything on productivity, you know, speaking, time management, you know, leadership, those are all areas that we're doing. And whether we're doing them on the road or we're doing them back at the home office or wherever we are. So I think it's incredibly valuable. Uh, any closing thoughts, Jeff, as you're kind of sifting through this content here of what we've talked about that could serve a business traveler? Yeah, I often talk to people who say, you know, I, I wish I could be mentored by so-and-so or I wish, um, you know, I had the money to hire X individual to help me walk through this particular business issue or problem or phase of my career or whatever. And oftentimes the person they'll mention will be someone who's written a book. And I'll say, you know what, that person can mentor you and they will do it for as little as 20 or 25 bucks. And they're like, how? What magic is this of, of which you speak? <laughs> nice. It, 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 really, when you think about it, buying someone's book, someone whose uh, opinions you respect, someone who, uh, whose work you respect, who um, you could, could benefit learning from has probably, more often than not, written those ideas, those thoughts down in a book. And sitting down and reading a book by Seth Godin, for example, or John Maxwell, or you know, name your favorite author, um, is just as good as, as to me as sitting down with them for, for hours or days at a time and having them mentor you. And it really is as powerful as that. And so if you've been sort of looking at the glass half empty and, you know, what was me because I can't hire this person or I can't meet face to face with that person, consider buying a book uh, and, and learning from them that way. To me, it's, it's the next best thing to being taught by them face to face. 
And that's a great response because that also allows you to learn on your time and uh, probably within much more of your budget <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. uh, the individual training or going and in, in hearing them at an event or a conference or something like that. So, well, Jeff, I'm a huge, huge fan of your podcast and my biggest, biggest, biggest challenge for us as road warriors on our desire to become elite, and especially in the energy habit of develop, is that we use vehicles like your podcast, the Read Lead Podcast, to help to curate that, to allow us to learn, especially as we're on the move going from here and there from a city near you to be able to begin this incredibly important energy habit. And one of the things that I love that you said was just how much your career changed and how much of a go-to person you became when you made a priority of reading and learning and how that absolutely changed your entire trajectory of your career and put you where you are today. So thank you so much for your time, for your influence, even on my life and uh, for Road Warrior Nation here on the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Well, Brian, thank you so much for having me. It was a delight uh, to, to appear here, and I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Jeff. This Elite Road Warrior Podcast is brought to you by the Road Warrior Assessment, a quick survey to help you dominate the demands of the road. Have you ever wondered how you're really doing on the road? You know, in the areas that matter most, too many business travelers are caught in the travel triangle of the airport, the boardroom, and the hotel room. They're busy, beat down, and burned out. Check out EliteRoadWarrior.com today and take the free Road Warrior Assessment and become an elite road warrior in your work, health, and home life. Once completed, you'll immediately receive strategies to fuel your success. Take the survey now at EliteRoadWarrior.com. I want to thank Jeff Brown for his generous time challenging us and providing the Read to Lead podcast for us road warriors on a quest to becoming an elite road warrior, especially with the Develop Energy Habit. And next week, April 8th, my new book, The Elite Road Warriors, Six Energy Habits to Master the Business Travel Life, will be available on Amazon in the print version, Kindle, and audiobook. I challenge you. I double dog road warrior challenge you to personally invest into the develop energy habit by picking up the book next week, whether you want the print version or the Kindle version or the audio book version, or if you're generous and want to buy them all, I'll gladly accept. So wherever you are on the road, do something, anything, just not nothing to master the business travel life. Leverage that road to becoming an elite road warrior today. You got this. So wherever you are on the road, do something, anything, just not nothing to master the business travel life. Leverage that road to become the elite road warrior today. You got this.